You are listening to Corellian Run Radio, your route through hyperspace to the latest news on Star Wars The Old Republic. Hi, and welcome to Corellian Run Radio. This is episode number 57, and we are recording live on Sunday morning, May 20th, 2012. And back with me today is my usual co-host, Deirdre. Hey, Deirdre. Hey, how you doing? I am back. I am back. I am so glad you're here. I know. I know. Life has been, uh, life has been, to say the least, difficult, but it is good to be here. This is a, a nice, like, kind of getaway and a good distraction for what's been going on in real life. So I am here. I am here. Yay, yay, yay. Well, I am glad you're back. I have missed you. Oh, and, I've missed being here. And also with us today is... Illyric. Illyric is a member of the Old Timers Guild, and he was our PvP officer in Star Wars The Old Republic. Um, he has left the game and um, has gone on to other pastures, so to speak. Um, and we've got him here to tell us a little bit about what he's looking for in PvP and what he thinks um, can happen in Star Wars for PvP. And we look forward to hearing what he has to say. Hello, Illyric. Hello, and thank you for having me. We're just glad you could be here. Absolutely. I'm glad I could be here, too. <laughs> well, tell tell the audience a little bit about yourself. I was born a small child in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a longtime MMO player. I started with Ultima Online in 1997. I've been playing ever since. Um, over the years, I've transitioned to where mostly all I do is PvP. Uh, that's what I love to do. So I probably spend 80% of my time in any MMO um, PvP. So that's what I'm looking for is the best PvP experience I can find. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome blossom. All right. Well, it's time for our host challenge. Fact. You know it to be true. Or fiction. That's impossible. I'm going to read three bits of information or three leads about the game. Two of them will be made up or not yet confirmed. Only one will be a fact confirmed by BioWare. Your job is to pick out which one is true. I want you guys to think Dev Tracker. Mm. All right. Mm. Lead number one. David Hunt stated that the Group Finder Daily Quest for hard mode flashpoints in game update 1.3 gives black hole commendations. Lead number two. Community representative Paralee archived the most important Q&A questions that have ever been asked. Lead number three. Adding multiple members of the same class does impact the drops given. So after hearing all three leads, which one do you think is the confirmed fact? Hmm. I think guests go first, Illyric. Oh, yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> well, I just would like you both to know I was so honored to be chosen to be on your podcast that I did a tremendous amount of research prior to today's taping. So I am 100% convinced the answer is, in fact, number one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with lead number one, too. I'm going to follow Illyric's lead. <laughs> Copycat. I am. 
You guys are terrible. Terrible. Are, are, are you confident, though, Deirdre? Are you confident that I'm right? I am so confident that you're right that I would I would just put my life on the line for it. I, wow. I, wow. I feel that I confident do. myself. I, <laughs> but I then I have, elite, I have elite researching skills. You really do. I'm impressed by your researching skills that you have Thank had. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. That's great. I do have to say one thing, though. Who in the heck names anything Black Hole Commendation? That's like Disney. something out of a Disney movie. Exactly. Disney does. Wow. <laughs> we are so on the same page. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's almost like we were like, I don't know, like there was some we can tell the future. Yeah. Lord, like... you two are terrible, but you do have the answer <laughs> correct. So. But of course we do because wow. we're right. That's right. Uh, and we're in perfect synergy. And y'all have done amazing. so much research, I know. I heard. <laughs> well, no, I've heard people study for the bar exam less uh, diligently than That's I researched right. that question. There you go. That's okay, right. well, community representative fairly archived all of the important Q&A questions, not just the most important ones. By the way, she did a very good job on that, or he, you know, whatever the case may be. Well, the thing is, is they're just going to have continue how to, to have, like, repetitions, though. They're still going to have all those same exact questions that were asked continually about legacy and, you know, how that works. Right. So, uh, well, but whatever. Hey. Alrighty. And <laughs> number three was adding multiple members of the same class does not impact the drops given. So you can't have just a stack a big group of bounty hunters in one group and expect all the drops to be bounty hunter gear. Well, you can, exactly. but you're just going to be unhappy. Yeah. That would be ridiculous. Who would think that was true? Mm, I don't know, but somebody wanted it. So anyway. hey now, <clears throat> someone out there of high intelligence and import would think that lead number three was true. And I would uh -huh. respect that person. Yeah, absolutely. Would you? <laughs> Everybody Strange. can has dreams. Don't destroy right. their dreams. <laughs> it's, it's very easy to think that lead number three would be in fact true. I mean, it. It. Yeah, I could see I, somebody thinking I, that. I would never think that, but that's oh, okay. You, you wouldn't <clears throat> no. at all. No. I wouldn't. And no, not no. not even if you had a gentle but you know stern leader, you nope. know paving nope. the path ahead of you. Really? Wow. Okay. Nope. Can't fool me. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on to the latest news and tour. From the Newsnet. And, and we are. Okay, this week we have the weekly Q&A archive, and it is actually phenomenally cool. Um, and here's why. No one likes to go ahead and try to, like, dive into, you know, a really cold lake and try to look for a rock at the bottom because it's just too cold. You're going to come out and you're going to want to get cozy and warm. And why I have that analogy, I do not know. It makes no sense whatsoever, but I do know what makes sense. And that is the weekly Q and a archive that um, they have put together on the site, um, pulling all of the, um, the questions and answers from the Q and a blog series and made it um, very, very easy for your perusal. Um, 
And basically there's a table of contents as character, classes, companions, crew skills, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And when you hit on those table of contents, it takes you to a special little place where they've taken all of the Q&A and they've basically kind of outlined it um, according to date and who asked it. And then um, basically what the question was that they asked. And so you have stuff like on companions, you have crew skills and companion affections. Um, somebody asked like about schematics and so they have all of that schematics and reverse engineering um, daily missions and dailies and missions i'm sorry um the uh the trade network i mean you have all sorts of fun stuff on here to to go through and it's pretty impressive so i highly recommend it and also in future q a's bioware specifically asks that before posting any question for an upcoming q a um, they urge you definitely to check the archive to see if it's already been answered. I'm pretty certain that they have a difficult time um, weeding through all of this stuff. And so oftentimes they will repeat questions that have been um, asked um, many, 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 many times before. Many? And many, many. <laughs> Very, a, a crap load of times before. <laughs> so, um, so please, I urge you with all of my heart please check the Q&A archive before you ask your question so that the rest of us don't have to, you know, see it once again being answered. Um, that That is all. Well, I just think it makes good sense <clears throat> to have it all done. I don't know why they haven't done this before, and bravo, Paraly, for putting together such a great um, thing for us to be able... It's a resource, I mean, for us to be able to go back and look. If I have questions about guilds do i want to ask the same question over and over again or do i want to look and see what's been asked and then ask something new so that you know we get actual good information and new information i mean that's mm -hmm. the key so i'm kind of excited about that yeah so go to the main site all uh, we're going to have the link for the q a's and they can be found at that link um when you get to see our show notes so absolutely there. well the next thing is um augment kits are being explained in more detail by david hunt he made a post on the 18th of may which is just a couple of days ago that talked one of the he was actually answering um someone had asked a question is you know are you going to give artificer some loving and let us make these augment kits and he went back to explain that I mean, he went in depth, which I thought was really good, about the augments and, and the uh, kit creation and who can make them and limiting who can make them and why. And this is one of the things that he said. He said, the items created by other crew skills don't fit in with the, this progression as cleanly if we decide to allow Artifice and Cybertech to acquire the kits through their commonly created items under our current systems, they would produce kits substantially faster than the other skills. It is safer to open augment kits to a limited set of crew skills. So that tells us now that we know Artificing and Cybertech will not get them, you know, for now. That may change mm -hmm. later, but when they introduce 1.3, it's they're not going to be able to make the augment kits. So. Mm. I thought it was, because we asked the question last week, we didn't know exactly which crew skills were going to be able to make them and which ones weren't. So we're getting closer to knowing exactly who can make them and who can't now. 
So. Yay! One step closer. That's right. Yeah. Well, that brings us into our weekly SOTOR forum thread roundup. Yeehaw! Aha. We got it all in one place. So this is uh, for May 17th of 2012. Every week, BioWare has, uh, they highlight some of the best discussions going on in the forums about Star Wars The Old Republic, and they pull them into one place. And uh, most of the conversations come from the forums, but sometimes they actually come from other websites, such as Corellian Run and Tor Wars, um, we have. two of the best <laughs> sites out there, just <laughs> saying that. Um, so uh, there's, a, there's also... Um, the ability to nominate any discussion for the following week in uh, in a forum thread on the blog that they have linked um, under their community news. So please go over there and nominate CorellianRunOrTorWars.com. Thank you, but let's get started. Some of the stuff that was asked and uh, was highlighted is what secret areas have you found in the game? And um, they talk about the original poster and blah, 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 blah. And then they, they answer little questions. And you can find other really awesome little tidbits in there uh, from the weekly forum thread, especially if you're not a forum hound like me. I, I can't stand the forums myself. Um, but I think that uh, going one place and seeing, okay, here's all of the stuff that Bioware has found important. Um, and I can link on that, you know. And so, you know, good questions like what class has, in your opinion, overall the best and which um, – has the worst companions and so bioware answers uh, pretty honestly i think um or, well and they bioware's not answering they they kind of scrum up some of the best answers and they put them into that little that little thread so but go over there it's really awesome I, i've found great enjoyment and entertainment in doing so and a lot less forum trolls so well i i we know that first of all i love this okay because mm -hmm. what they're trying to do is turn some of the negatives into a positive Yep. And I like positive. I mean, because we all want to see positive things about this game in a time when things may not always feel as positive. Exactly. And um, I really like this, this particular weekly thread um, because I think it encourages people to get involved in their forums and participate. And I know that they're looking at a lot of this stuff, whether they respond to your negative little troll remarks or mm -hmm. whether they respond to your positive remarks, they are reading. They have people, their little forum moderators, are reading every single post. You don't think Absolutely. they are, but they are. Yeah. And so I just think this kind of reiterates it, and I'm really glad to see them put the positive things all in one place and it actually answers several of the, you know, questions people might have. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I really kind of like it. I agree. And it gives people the opportunity to kind of join in to, you know, in those conversations that they don't often know that are going on within different threads. So exactly. I'm impressed. Me I too. like. Me like you too. <laughs> okay. Well, that leads us to our quick mentions. First of all, no patch for May 22nd. Instead of uh, there being our normal patch on Tuesday, there will be no downtime on the website and or the game. So just go yay. play, play, play. Yay, yay, yay. Also, a quick glance at this week's articles on Corellian Run Radio are Operation Information Min Maxing. Uh, Ghost has a great article on Min Maxing. Check it out. Holonet links number 46. If y'all have not watched this article or read this article, um, he always 
finds, Jason writes this article and he always finds the little tidbits of things from around the internet about Star Wars The Old Republic and Star Wars in general. So check it out. My two credits this week is on server merges, which is a was our hot topic last week. So check that out. And our guild checkpoint this week is Skyhound Adepts. That is our guild that we're highlighting. So be sure and check them out. They may be just the guild you're looking for. These are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> no, but they may be the guilds you are looking for. All right, that sound means it's time for our community buzz, where we take a look at what the fans are talking about. And this is why we brought a lyric in PvP perspective. Dun dun dun. Da da. Anyway, um, (laughs) Alaric, as you know, you and I have become good friends, and uh, we have been talking about PvP in this game for more months than I care (laughs) to remember, because it seems like forever. When we started talking about the pre you know pre-release and before the game was released we were all hyped and, and excited and some of the best conversations in our mumble or ventrilo channel were surrounded by experiences that we found in other games that we did not like about pvp and things that we were excited that bioware was putting in for pvp one of those things that comes to my mind was and because you and i like pvp i you clearly like it a lot more than i do but um we were talking about open world pvp one of the things that we were excited about early on was when they announced places like outlaws den and they said that there are going to be those little types of zones in lots in many many different planets and at that time when you and i talked we were wondering what would encourage people to go there let's take that particular item and what about that what could bioware do to revitalize places like outlaws den or you know, something like that in open world PVPs, because we're not on a PVP server, we're on a PVE, so it's those zones that became attractive to us, but we want to have a reason to go there, and I think both of us were thinking, I don't even remember the name of the open zone in WoW that you would go to, but they had extra, like, harvesting nodes for your different crafts there, and they would give extra bonuses if you held if you held the zone in other words if the alliance held the zone all the alliance players would could go in there and harvest and the nodes would give more than the Mm. normal nodes yeah i I forget the name of it but it was up on the top of that Mm. big mountain right and if you flew over it and you you crashed (laughs) winter winter grasp is that's it that's it it was a a no-fly zone for a long time i mean i know that's not the way it is now but um what are your thoughts on what do you think about the open world zones and, and what could Bioware do, in your opinion, to repopulate those? 
I'm so glad you asked, because I've spent a lot of time thinking about that. Uh, I would like to try to tie everything together to this one thought that I have concerning PvP and Star Wars. And that is, the state of PvP can be blamed completely on the lack of open world PvP. Uh, and let me back that up by saying, if there's no open world PvP, then the only thing you have left is war zones. And because of server imbalance, you'll play, you know, when I was playing, Hutball, uh, I once played four days, probably 40 hours minimum, and never played anything but Hutball. That will kill your PvP base. But to go back to your initial question, uh, let's go to Outlaw's Den. I thought that was absolutely genius. You know, I can remember when we were all first hearing about it, we were so excited. Wow, you know, we can have PvP, same faction, opposite faction. We can do player rent tournaments, King of the Hill. There were so many activities. I mean, we were so excited because it was going to be an opportunity to have a sandbox PvP, um, you know, area. And I distinctly recall... You know, hey, listen, there's going to be PvP mounts. There's going to be rare vendors. You can kill the vendor. Uh, there's going to be harvesting nodes. There's going to be, you know, an auction house. There's going to be all these terrain types. And you just get so excited. You're like, wow, this is fantastic. Um, and then they removed the nodes. They removed the chests, which were the way to get mercenary commendations. Mm -hmm. The vendor... Um, only had, there were three vendors, they all had the same thing, and it was two low-level mounts. So by level 36, I had everything. And then when they removed the reason for people to go there, you know, you could spend 15 minutes to travel there and be by yourself. That's that's really not a PvP experience. So what could they have done in Outlaw's Den? I think there's a variety of things. You know, I understand that they removed certain items to prevent gold farmers. Um and, you know, I'm glad that they take that seriously. But in doing so, they destroyed the viability of that area as a PvP zone. There has to be a reason for people to go. It could be many things. You know, they could have uh, nodes that produce more harvesting materials. They could have rare nodes. They could have collectibles. They could have schematics. They could have uh, a special auction house with reduced... Um, fees. I mean, there's just so many things. I mean, you don't even have to reinvent the wheel. You can just look around at, you know, 15 other MMOs and see what they've done to draw a crowd. Uh, because one of the greatest things about the PvP uh, in conjunction with PvE is you, you draw your community in and you draw your guild in and you get a lot of activities at endgame that's not just raiding. Because most people, I don't believe, want to raid more than three nights a week. So, Give them a sandbox to play in. Um, and I think there's a lot of things they, they can still do uh, and make it viable. I'm just kind of waiting for them to, to do some of those. Well, you know, you hit on some things that I, you know, thought was, was that too pretty wordy? obvious. No, I thought it was oh, great. Yeah. Um, you hit on some things that I thought were pretty obvious. I mean, the nodes for one, you know, another thing, um, I don't know if you were around during the, the Rackle event for 1.2, but they put a world boss in there and into Outlaw's Den. And while I don't think that was the best move because non -PV, you forced non-PVPers to go there um, when 
they had to get it for a codex entry or whatever. Um, putting rare mobs in that zone that would drop something super duper, you know, and it not be easy to kill is an idea, you know, um, to get more people there. I mean, it not be something that just a single person can kill, but something that a group would would need to kill. Maybe it's it contains a schematic that every guild needs, you know, or something. I mean, you don't want it to be just a single mob type thing. I mean, I'm kind of like you. I, I think that people need to be given a reason to go there. Even the non-PVPers without making them go there, giving them the opportunity to go there is different than, you know, forcing them to do it for a codex entry, you know, or a pet or whatever. You know what I mean? See, I, I don't agree with your your point on the non-PVPers. You know, as a PVPer, if I don't choose to explore, maybe I don't get that achievement. If I don't choose to raid, I don't get that achievement, and I don't expect to. But I think they could, you know, and I think a very small percentage of people are just absolutely, don't force me to PVP. I think most people would happily go into a, in, into a PVP area with a group of friends and could find a lot of enjoyment. You know, they could do something like a server-wide announcement that a rare mob popped and just look for the throng of people to go in and instance Outlaws Den out. They could do that. Uh, there's just so many things they could do there. But when they took all reason to go, then they just killed that part of PvP. Uh, and when they killed that part of it, then that put all the PvP load right back into war zones. And you can only do Hutball, which I think is the best war zone I've ever played in 20 years. By the way, I'll give Bioware credit for that. But you can only play Hutball so many times. Yeah, um, right. I mean, that you was know, my big thing for a long time. Just I love pizza. Hutball. You know, I love pizza. Pizza is my favorite food. But you can't eat pizza three times a day for six months and still want to pay for that pizza. You know, you just hate pizza at some point. You just don't even want it anymore. And that's what happens when they collapse all the other viable PvP alternatives, in my opinion. I agree. What about you, Deidre? Yep. I, uh, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, uh, I have long been <clears throat> the biggest complainer, probably, of the, the Hupball phenomenon. And uh, that is, see, I, I didn't last as long in PvP um, simply because of that. And uh, I just get tired of it. Um, I started playing PvP once again in uh, 1.3 because um, of the 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 new Novar Coast, which I love, and uh, <clears throat> and so that I've 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 done a lot of that. Um, my thing for PvP and and actually for the game in general is that there needs to be a lot more open world and not specific world. So server imbalance has been a big issue, um, which I feel has been preventing that. Um, so you can't, you know, a lot, a lot more, I think there needed to be a lot more crossing over of zones and, um, but again, like server imbalance, if you have a really heavy, you know, empire side, you're not going to see a lot of Republic side come over, you know, and then they're not, they're not going to come over if they know that they're going to get, you know, ripped apart right away. So I would have liked to have seen a lot more of that kind of, um, community interaction, and I haven't seen that, and I, I don't know if it's something that exists. Um, it's I've I've been on a couple of really balanced servers and still haven't seen it. So I don't I don't think that you know having one zone specifically for 
you know, that like Ilum is, is appropriate. I think that PVP needs to, to be something that you see, you know, from about level 10 on, you know? Yeah. But unfortunately, and that's just it. Unfortunately, you know, MMOs today are going to where they have, you know, server specific events, for example, are there server specific types? Mm -hmm. Uh, wow was one that um put in pve servers uh -huh. then pvp servers then rp pvp servers i've long been a proponent of just having one type of server uh -huh. and that is it's a server is a server is a server if you right. don't want pvp there are safe zones that you can go into but for the most part it's open world you know, I don't yeah. believe you should be able to go back and gank the beginning starter planets or something. Yeah. But, you know, give them a chance to get out of babyhood, you know, yes. and yes. move on. But MMOs aren't going to do that. So we have to no. live with what we've got. And I cannot tell you my heart just wrenched when I realized that Bioware took everything out of the PvP zones in in outlaws den in uh -huh. ilum i mean i know ilum has its problems i'm not even talking about the quest and the takeovers and all yeah. that i'm just talking about simple things like allowing more people to be on ilum i know that yep. you know several months ago uh guild umbra would put on some events on sunday afternoons at two o'clock um and we would go out there and pvp and we would have such a positive response um, that the Empire people would get there early and apparently there's some cap or something uh -huh. Uh -huh. that did not allow the Republic to get in because yeah. they, there was too many in the zone or, sir, or that, that area. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, who put the cap on here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, how exactly. are we supposed to have fun if... You know, you limit how many people can be there. And yeah. I know that they do that for lag, but I thought that that was supposed to be an unlimited place. Uh -huh. I mean, when we, Lyric, when they first started talking about Ilum, didn't they say that it was a, what was the word that they used? A, I can I can remember because I watched the actual video countless times. I was so excited about Ilum. world or virtual world? I mean, what was it's the wording? A, it's, it's persistent open world PVP that will support yes a lot of players and i remember everyone in the guild summit kept trying to get a number and he just said a lot a lot and someone said so hundreds a lot and that was the only definitive answer um you know that they put out there but the the problem with the hard cap is very obvious and it was just a you know a complete oversight on their part if it only if the hard cap was 120 and you could have 119 Empire and only one person can get it on Republic, well, that's probably not going to be a success. And that's mm -hmm. exactly what happened. Yeah, they probably should. They were going to put a cap. They should have put a cap by faction saying, yeah. okay, there could only be 50 or 60 Empire, Absolutely. no more than that. And so that, that the Republic could get in and, yeah. and make it a fun, fair fight, you know, because... And, you know, one of the things that y'all said, um, I believe it was Deirdre that you just said about um, uh, the server imbalances. Well, uh -huh. you know, Outlaw's Den was an answer to that. Uh -huh. 
because we could fight when you go into Outlaw's Den unless they're in your party, you know, in your group. And I think it's raid party, okay, or mm -hmm. operation party. They're they're fair game whether they're yeah. Empire or Republic. So exactly. that would have been okay. We could we mm -hmm. could deal with that. We could work with that. But give people a reason to get there. I think that's the bottom line is there's no incentive for any open world PvP. And like Illyric so eloquently put, if we don't have open world PvP, that leaves war zones, which means Hutball. And I love Hutball, but I am so mm -hmm. tired of it. No. You know, you know I love it. Let, let's put this in perspective. You know, PvP is a, a portion of an MMO, just like crafting or exploring or raiding. Can you imagine if they just removed all the loot from the raids or if, you know, there were never going to be any new crafting recipes or no yeah. exploring achievements? I mean, basically, they said, okay, here you go. Here's PvP. There's no loot. There's no real rewards. There's no incentive. There's no reason. Go PvP. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And, and lo and behold, look what has happened. You know, right. I can't speak for everyone that PvP'd in Star Wars, but I have a large group of friends that I did PvP with. And, you know, we, we're unanimous in our feeling. We felt like the absolute redheaded stepchild of Star Wars. Okay. Uh, and I'm not even going to talk about the ranked war zones and, and you know, class imbalances and the fact that, you know, I killed myself to get Battlemaster and then all of a sudden everyone on the server has it because they quadruple the rate of, of Valor. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about all that. It's just give me something. You know, people play MMOs because they want that, you know, sense of fulfillment or they're working toward an objective or they have a goal. And when you take everything away, then the love of PvP is not going to sustain you for that long because there's just nothing there and it breaks my heart because you know i was the biggest fanboy ever I, I thought that their concepts were absolutely brilliant um and then i think I, I just don't understand why they took out any type of reward or any type of draw i i, I can't i cannot imagine why they would make that decision i mean is really keeping one guy from farming a chest and outlaws den worth destroying the entire zone they worked on for who knows how long well and that and why didn't they just put a mob by that chest or why didn't you know ilum remember when we were talking about it in you know pre-launch that ilum was supposed to be a level 50 planet why the hell could a level 10 go there yeah you know, I mean, they were worried about these low-level people camping those chests. Well, that's simple. Mm -hmm. If you're not 50, you can't go there. Yeah. I mean, there yeah. are some simple solutions. Put a mob by the chest that they have to fight. So if they're low-level, they can't do it. Or make it to where they can't go there. I mean, something's really, really elementary. Mm -hmm. Or make it to where you can't open the chest until you're level 50. I mean, you know, there's such a variety of programming options other than the, the choices they made. You just really have to sit back and scratch your head and say, you know, did they not want me to continue playing? I, yeah. I, I can't understand why they would make these. And, you know, I, I know that they have such involvement with the community and they they really genuinely seem to care more than any company that, that I've personally seen uh, in an MMO. But 
they just they made these choices that just drove away PVPers in mass. Here's the thing: is there's multiple different levels of caring for your community. There are different ways to show it. Um, you can spend as much time as you want on the forums and make them beautiful and pretty and answer every question in the world. But if you don't make any kind of change in the game worthy of a player's continuation, then you have not answered your community and you have not shown love to your community. And I'm sorry, that is the 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 bare bones facts. And you know, and and I'm. I'm I'm sorry. I love BioWare. I always have, and and I probably always will. But the the point is, is community comes at different levels, and you got to answer and and show the love in different ways, you right. know. And and one of those ways is making your game better, not taking things away. You well, know, I balance a- balance in a different way. Right. Well, I'm okay with the fact that they like rank war zones, um, because they had they couldn't put those in right now. I understand that. I'm really okay with that. I would rather see them not put something in, than to put it in and take it away like they did. Exactly. So see, exactly. I, I completely. Well, you know, we've had that discussion. And right. Deirdre, I don't know. We must be related in some past life because <laughs> the entire time you were talking about that forum thing, I was sitting here thinking. I don't care if the forums are pretty. Exactly. I, I want to be able to <laughs> PvP. I, I don't care if they're alphabetized in chronological order right. and bolded and highlighted and rainbows shoot out of my monitor when I look at them. I don't care. Exactly. I just want to PvP. Yeah, and that is the truth, though. But that is the, 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 the sad truth that Bioware, and I believe it's Bioware. I don't believe it's EA. I believe it's Bioware and the boys that we've met and the, the, the guys that we have grown to love and have become part of our families. I believe that they are not listening to that. I believe that there is a way to do it. And, and the, the forums, forget them. Just forget them. You know, I mean, you want them there because that's where you want people to complain. But the problem is, is that's where people are going to complain. And if you're not going to do anything about those complaints, those people are going to find somewhere else. And eventually, they're just going to leave. They're going to leave. And, you know, and it's sad. I mean, we're coming up on the, uh, the people who have, you know, prepaid their first six months. We're coming up on the end of that. I wonder what Bioware is going to do. Well, and I actually, where that's the still a couple of months away. That's, that's still that's a couple true. of months you're right, away. You're right, you're right. It's August. But we're coming up on it. We're, we're, we're at the, we, we figured this out um, with the free time, you know, your first 30 days plus the 30 oh, days plus they, the gave month that they gave you. They, May is the end of people that only paid for three months. Mm-hmm. August is going to be the end for those that paid six months because of the, you know, the two free months that they've gotten. Mm-hmm. So, and we've seen this month, we see people leaving, uh, just in my guild, I see, you know, people leaving that paid for three months and, you know, the, the numbers are significant and, and it, 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 it really bothers me because I love this game so yeah. much. I think we all do. And, and we all come from a good place. You know, I'm not, I'm definitely not trying to sound like I'm bashing Bioware. I'm not. Certainly not. I am saying you that that the the boys at Bioware and the girls, but the the guy the people at Bioware, um, need to be listening and showing their love for their community in other ways, in other ways because, and and it doesn't have to be a lot. These are, I believe, these are simple things that we are talking about. I mean, only just recently, um, the group finder has been con- confirmed, and I believe that we have that up on Tor Wars right now. You know, um, James Olin talks about the group finder, so. You know, shouldn't this have been something that we have, you know, kind of uh, the subject that we should have broached back when we had the Guild Summit? You know, I mean, not 
not two months down the line, you know, I mean, this, this is something that people have been sc screaming for and craving for. And, and I, ha I hear a lot of people saying that if these simple things were met, they would come back to the game and that they right. would strongly consider, consider staying. So that being said, Bioware, listen to that. And there's a lot about PP PVP that, that, you know, I mean, Alaric has said, and, and multiple people have, have, have seconded that and thirded that and fifth that and whatever, you know, I mean, there just needs to be some changes because we're hitting crunch time now, I yep. feel, you know, and I would hate to see this game go down. Well, I would and hate to. I would love to see them pull the people, just shut their forums down for mm -hmm. a week, for a week. And those people that are monitoring their forums because they have all these, you know, representatives monitor their have them be in the game. Oh, absolutely. And have them actually show up in person in the game when someone turns in a ticket yeah you know novel concept here guys you know show me <laughs> that you care and i want to see you i mean nothing would tickle me more than to see something poof right there in front of me and i'm going <laughs> oh this is cool you know yeah. or have well, some random mob attack me while i'm doing something you know yep yep i mean do Seriously, some that's crazy not, that's stuff not novel of a concept i mean you know i I'm, I have stopped doing the, the, um, we will, you know, they who cannot be named. I'm going to say it right now. Blizzard and World of Warcraft have in-game service. When you have a complaint, that ticket opens and that there is a person on the line, probably, you know, within an hour or two, if you're online, sometimes sooner. But the point is, is you get that direct contact, you know, so, so there needs to be more in-game GMing, I believe, you know, there needs to be a little bit more hands-on. Is there any? I don't think there's any at all. I've See, I've no, never I've, seen anybody or no. heard anybody say that they actually saw somebody in game. No, I don't think there's any, Carla. And, 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 and you know, I, I'm sure we'll get, you know, an email from David or, or Steven and, and that's fine. But I personally have had many tickets open and I've never had an answer in game ever. Me either. You I know? mean, I, I've had the answer pop up in my mail. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Saying that we've, we've solved your problem when the problem hasn't been fixed. Anyway, that being right. said, I mean, that was back in the beginning, though. So to be fair, True. I haven't had one since. But the, the point is, is community outreach and community love and, and saying we love our community, we listen to our community. Well, you need to start saying that in other ways. You can't just say it and you can't just show it um, with things that a, a good portion of the community can't appreciate. Not a lot of people go to the forums. Right. Not, not you know, 1.2 million people anyway. Right. You know, so... A good portion of the those people, you know, I, I'm not. I can only speak for me. I barely hit the forums if I can help it. I can't stand them. I'm not. I'm not a forum person. I don't like, you know, I like looking for my answers elsewhere. And most of the time, it's on the internet. You know, on other websites, on Corellian Run, you know, radio, on ours, on on other sites. You know, right. So I don't go to the forums, and uh, unless I want you know, to be a glutton for punishment and, and see a lot of trolls. There's just that that's just it. That's people that are at school or it's people that are at work that they don't have any other thing to do except sit there and troll the forums and try to be as negative and nasty as they can. Exactly. And I don't have time for that. I don't want negative in my life. I want it to be positive. Uh -huh. And I can't get that positive from the forums. Granted 
the moderators do a great job. They, if you get oh, yeah. real nasty, they're going to delete oh, your post. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're going no, to delete is, your there post. Is a big, there is a big moderation presence. There is a big, you know, Bioware presence on the forums. That's where I do notice it a lot. Right. I notice it uh, probably too much. But I would know. rather see their ass in game. <laughs> Me too. Seriously. Seriously. And I would rather see their ass, you know, in a war zone. Right. You know? And right. that's where I want to see it. Can you, you imagine know? what it would be like to see this giant person stand there in hut ball and be immune to everybody and just start throwing the ball and killing people or something? I mean, just do something crazy for people. <laughs> you know, they want to see, they want to, people want to love this game. Oh, absolutely. And they just want to see simple things done to make it better that no we're no and we're not talking about major things just make simple changes mm-hmm. but i i i for one i want to see a, a bigger presence of you know things in the game whether that be events or or just having a warm body say i care i got your ticket we are working on it yeah and i mean that's all i care i mean you don't know what that would do for my heart and soul yeah you know yeah. Definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm with you 100% on that. And for you, Alaric, I would like to see, you know, PvP-specific stuff that only PvPers can get and not right. easy. And that right. needs to stay in the game. You right. know, if you spend that much time doing that and and that is, is what you love, every other MMO is doing that out there. Why can't SOTOR? You know? There is stuff that you can't get in World of Warcraft unless you PvP a lot, you know? And it, you just can't. So... You know, leave that stuff alone. Don't don't touch that. You know, if that's if that's what makes that kind of player happy and that kind of player have you know the bread and butter of their little existence and that's what they want to do, why why take that away? That doesn't make sense to me either. So, my two cents. I'm jumping in. Jump. I'm, in I'm a poor man trying to interrupt two women speaking. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay, so like ten minutes ago, I put this note down so I wouldn't forget. Uh, the dev, the dev, the, I think if they really want to show uh, something that would be meaningful to me, uh, let's see a dev blog where the guy actually PVPs and he responds weekly to his experiences. Let me know that I don't even know who the PVP developers are, but I should. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I saw a Bioware developer and he says, you know, this weekend I was in PVP and this is what I liked and this is what I didn't like. That would mean a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and number two, I think they need to adopt the Burger King approach. Uh, I think a lot of problems would be solved if they just realized you can have it your way. You know, right. people want certain features. They aren't going to be happy until they get them. And it doesn't matter what someone somewhere thinks people want. Only thing that matters is what your customers want and whether or not you deliver that to your customers. So I think that's what's really lacking. I mean, I know when they introduced armaments in Ilum, um, for, you know, I don't know if you you guys did that, but you would go out and collect 30 armaments um, and then 150 for the weekly. You could spend an hour and a half a day out there because there's 15 people going in a circle for an hour and a half fighting over clicking on an item in a chest. Mm -hmm. Uh, That has to be, you know, the absolute furthest thing from pvp i can imagine and yet that was the pvp quest Mm -hmm. i I mean i would have rather killed myself 30 times than done that it was just it was horrible uh Mm -hmm. but it cannot it can't all be fixed you know there's 
I, I'm not a programmer. I don't write MMO code, but I can't imagine that it's that difficult. To Carla's point, put the chest back in and put a mob beside him. Yeah. Is that Absolutely. undoable? You I don't know? think it's undoable. Yeah, but I it's, think it's undone. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um. So, and if, and you know, MMOs have such a short shelf life. Um, people go to the new MMO, social media, you know, broadcast everything to everyone. There's a lot of new games that are going to be coming out. Um, and your product, no matter what product you offer, has got to be competitive. And I would love to think that they could bring their product up to standards on mm -hmm. PvP, if nothing else. And then my last thought on this, now that I have the floor that I begged for, you know, PvP is not just for those of us that only want to PvP. Because when you get to end game, what can you really do? You've got all your crafting recipes learned. You can only explore for so long. So really, what activities do you have? Well, I can raid, I can make an alt, or I can PvP. So if you take the PvP leg away, okay, then I can raid or I can make an alt. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't want to have an alt. So then what are they left with? I can raid. Uh, that's there's no long-term viability there it just it, it just won't stand up the test of time and it's yeah. sad because there's so many people with so many great ideas that that so want this game to succeed and yet i can see no evidence that our feedback has been um listened to or implemented and that's so, horrible it is horrible it is horrible so to to kind of like you know bring this full circle what are kind of like if you can bullet point it, Alaric, if you know, what are some changes that would like either bring you back or help those that are considering leaving stay, you know, to stay? If we could like sum it up, uh, you know, one word incentive. You've got to have viable PvP incentives uh, because if you had the correct incentives, you would have people in Outlaws Den and Ilum which means you would have less people in Hutball, which means you might get the other server side to come back and bring the balance up. So you could fix a tremendous amount of your problems if you could just make the other PvP types viable. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's my opinion, you know. If, if there was something that I could achieve or gain or work toward or show off or just whatever, then I wouldn't have to be forced to just do the same thing over and over and over. But until they have incentives in those areas, uh, you know, it's not going to happen. And I think they could probably get a lot of people back if they would just say, we know that we promised you open world PVP uh, and it didn't work. No, they admitted that. and That's admirable, but it doesn't really change anything. Uh -huh. um, I'm happy that they admitted it. Okay. Now what? What might make a difference is to say, you know, we have a team working on this day and night. We're going to deliver a open world PvP experience by set day. And then you have people talking about it and you have people thinking about coming back and they're excited and you build that buzz up. And then you honor your commitment and maybe you've recaptured a large portion of your audience. I mean, I don't know what the PvP, you know, portion of an MMO is. Maybe it's 20%, maybe it's 10, whatever. But, you know, 10% of 2 million is still a lot of people. Yeah, it is a lot of people. Well, 
and that that is the truth. So <laughs> well, and th I mean, and think about uh, think about what's due to release in 2013. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. Titan. We don't know anything yeah. about it, but we know. You know, I played WoW for seven years. I'm tired of it. I don't want to go back. I don't want to play a panda bear. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I have my limits. However, Blizzard makes a great MMO. And when mm -hmm. they put all their money behind marketing that game, it will be a behemoth. Yeah. I mean, it will it will absolutely stomp everything else into the ground and rule the world for a set amount of time, just like WoW did. Mm -hmm. And you know the crazy thing about WoW? WoW just stole every good idea they could find, come up with some more over time, but they weren't ashamed of it. You know, they didn't reinvent the wheel. Oh, this is a great idea. Let's do this. Hey, cross-server PvP, that's a great idea. Let's do this. Looking for group. Let's, let's you know, implement this. I just wish that, you know, I, I really wish that Star Wars would jump on that bandwagon. Well, I, I, the one thing that that uh, World of Warcraft had going for it, though, is is Blizzard. At the end of the day, you know, when you produce and you market your own game, that makes the biggest difference. And you know, Bioware's hands are tied by not one but two very, very, very large corporate entities, and that is EA and LucasArts. So, you know, they can only do so much um, with the product um, that is allowed. So, you know, to be fair, you know, they have to work. Um, within those parameters, you know, but that is, again, that is very little excuse for some of the things that, that we're talking about, which, um, you know, but so that's a, that's an interesting point you make, because I know that, you know, both you and Carla have fan sites. Um, I know that you've met the folks at Bioware. I know that, uh, you've developed friendships with them and you've invested a lot of your time and your life in that. And, and that's fantastic. Um, but the problem with that is maybe in some ways you don't represent, you know, the average player um, because you have all the that knowledge. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I'm speaking as an average player. I don't know who's tied whose hands. The only thing I know is, you know, I paid for the game. I paid to play the game. Um, I'd like to play the game again if the game were to come up to certain standards. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for the average player, they don't care. You know, no, I, you I, don't. I, well, I the don't average, care. Yeah, the average player doesn't have to to find the news and make sure it's newsworthy, you know, on any of these websites. And, you know, so but the, but to be fair, you know, and, and to to say that we have the player base back, um, actually, we pay for everything. Um, Carla out of pocket, uh, Jeff and I out of pocket, um, any fan site you see. Uh, Bioware does not pay us. We do not get free game time. We don't get anything. Um, this is all. The work that you you see us do, it's all for free, and it's free marketing for Bioware, with uh, right. sometimes very little thanks. So, you know, I think that it, it is fair to say no, we might not have um, the same understanding as the average player, but I think we have just as much understanding because we're players ourselves, and we're players that um, for every fifteen dollars that's spent, thousands and thousands of dollars have gone into our websites in order to make the the, the news worthy, um, and and to bring the news to the community and to our player base. So, right. you know, I mean, we are, we are not pro Bioware because Bioware pays us. We're pro Bioware because we're, we're players. And please uh, let me, please let yeah. me clarify. Please okay. let oh, me I'm clarify. Okay. Don't let me, <laughs> don't let me bear, like, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I've only had a cup of coffee during this entire conversation. <laughs> so let me, because I can't leave to go get another one. Let me, let me be very clear. Uh, I'm a huge fan of, 
both of your websites. I have looked at each literally hundreds of times. I understand the work and the sacrifices that you've made. I wasn't trying to suggest that there was anything untoward uh, concerning your relationship with BioWare, simply that you've had the opportunity to meet them and make relationships and get an understanding that I just don't have. Right. So gotcha. I don't think that you're biased. I think that you're just more informed and that, you know, the more information you have, that obviously, you know, colors your opinion. As someone that's much less informed, my you opinion is see. different. Exactly. Yeah. Right, I, exactly. I don't, I don't have that information. I don't know these things. And so it's just very basic for me where right. I don't have to factor in all the information two of you, you know, no. So right, I'm yeah. happily happy. Ignorance is bliss. As a friend of mine says, you know, <laughs> I don't know and I'm happy not to know. So uh, to, to, to leave my portion, unless you have any more questions on this on a positive note, I think they could get a lot, a large portion back. I think it could be viable. I think it could be successful. But I think that until they really start to listen to their players, maybe they need to get a focus group uh, or maybe they need to communicate more clearly. You know, yes, we're listening and yes, we're going to fix it. And yes, we're working on it. And here's a timeline. Um, because yeah, I, I just don't care that they're working on it sometime in the future that doesn't right. mean anything to me tell me it's going to be ready in july or tell me it's going to be ready in september whatever just tell me when it's going right. to be ready and then make sure that it's ready and i'll be I happy that focus group idea is brilliant and i think oh, yeah. that they you know if they're listening they should definitely consider that and by consider i mean strongly consider because uh, focus groups are important. They tell people a lot of stuff. We do it in film all the time. I mean, every every film you see, there's been a focus group that it, you know, has gone in front of and people have critiqued it. So, you know, focus group, if that's what you need, go for it. I suggest it. Absolutely. Thank you for recognizing my brilliance, by the way. <laughs> you are brilliant. You are brilliant. And I'm sorry I went on my soapbox. I, uh, again, yes, you're right. We have, we have different perspectives and sometimes embittering and sometimes not. So, um, <laughs> um, but anyway, at the end of the day, you have very valid points and, and I really appreciate, we really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing that, those points with us because it can't be easy, you know? Um, and I just really want to thank you so much for doing that. Um, and is, is that it? Is That's this the show? Done. That's our show. That is our show. Well, you know what, people, we have, again, appreciated um, giving this to you. I have appreciated coming back. I have been gone for a while. So it feels good to be here on the other side of the mic. Um, please take a moment to leave us positive feedback on iTunes. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Zoom. You can also find us on the Ego Networks at egonetworks.com. That's E-G-O-N-E-T-W-O-R-K-S.com. And Illyric, we wanted to thank you very, very much for taking time to uh, enlighten us from your PB, PVP perspective. Boy, say that real fast three times. Um, and I wanted to thank you because I, I, you, as I, uh, people are getting to know, you're my friend, and I value your opinion, and I think that you see a part of the PVP that many people don't get to see and mm. i want to thank you yes thank, thank you. you for having me it was a real pleasure
Alrighty, you can visit our sister site and their podcast at torwars.com. Contact us through our website at corellianrun.com on Twitter or Facebook. You can leave us your questions or ideas for discussion topics on Twitter or leave us a voicemail. We'd love to play it. It's our number is 281-766-4511. And that wraps it up for us at Corellian Run Radio. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you again next week. Until next time, I'm Deirdre. And I'm Carla. May the Force be with you. You have been listening to Corellian Run Radio, a Star Wars The Old Republic podcast. Tune in next time to hear Carla say... If I have one more computer issue, this is the second time we've recorded this podcast. Oh my god. (laughs) End transition.